Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Mandem United podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related, please, people. As you can see from the title, crucial win versus Brentford for Manchester United. Absolute crucial win. Very important win for Ten Hag as well. So I'll be giving my thoughts on that. Obviously, get any questions in as well. I'll be answering questions from the chat please keep a manchester united related though make sure you bump up the likes though whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back bump up the likes on the video people bump up the likes make sure you share this across all the socials as well and subscribe to the channel sarcasm city tv as well i just noticed i had um, a razor on my face but we move yes like i say love to everybody who's supporting as well so hit that like button let's bump up those likes immediately share across all the socials and that's me flawless across all socials sarcasm city tv across all socials as well and on top of those two things subscribe to the channel sarcasm city tv V as well. Make sure you do so. I see you lot in the chat already. Big up to Star Lord who says, Can we give Ten Hag uh his credit for his subs at the weekend? Yeah, full credit. Full credit. The one of the players he brought on scored the brace that helped us win the game. You can only give him credit. You can only you can only give him credit. There's nothing else you can do. His subs helped us win the game because when he brought on McTominay, I didn't want him to bring on McTominay. But guess what? It worked. And we need to see more of that. We've seen a lot of that last season from Ten Hag because his substitutions, more often than not, were spot on. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Um, in regards to his substitute, our, our substitute scored more goals than any other substitutes on any other team last season. So you are getting your subs more right than wrong um, last season. This season, I don't know what's going on. So yeah, man, 100%. All for giving people their credit. And Ten Hag deserves credit in terms of that. As for the team, that's on him. Like, but we'll get into all of that. Big up to T.O. as well. I see you. Big up Hellboy. Large up every single time. Warrior J says, big up Flawless. International break. First week uh, will be boring, but the second week will not. LOL. My question for you is about Casemiro's form. Why do you think Casemiro's in poor form this season? I think he doesn't even have a, a, a semi-functioning unit around him. He doesn't even have a, a... I'm not even asking. He doesn't. I think Casemiro's that good. He doesn't need a fully functioning unit around him to play to a certain level. He just needs a semi-functioning unit around him. And we don't have that for all of the criticism people give Ericsson. Some of it fair, some of it not. One thing Ericsson has is, is intelligence. He's a very, very, very smart footballer. And what he helped with Casemiro, what he lacked, obviously, from a physical standpoint in regards to chasing people down, being athletic, pace and power, etc. He's very good at positioning himself from a defensive standpoint. So it helps. Like, I think people, because there's no stat for it, people really underrate screening. Rodri kind of gets plaudits for it, but that's because it's at, because he's at Manchester City. But screening is very, very important. Just doing this in front of the back four or just standing in a certain position. So instead of the opposition being able to play the ball central through to their striker, they have to go, say, wide to a fullback or wide to their winger, which then the team, the whole team can shift across. I've said it. We've seen the best Casemiro next to Ericsson. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Like Amrabat's here now, but before Amrabat, Ericsson was is our best midfielder next to Casemiro. I said this. But people didn't like it and it was easy to crash in the mirror. And then when we signed Mount, it was, oh, he's going to replace Ericsson. He's better than Ericsson. Mount's never been better than Ericsson. Never. 
Never, that's never a thing. Mount is never, ever, ever better than Ericsson. And yeah, also, so adding into not having even, like I said, a semi-functioning unit around him, um, I think he's just in poor form himself. Like, T.O.'s asked how old Casemiro, 32, 31. And I don't think it's anything to do with age. Not saying T.O.'s that, but I get asked that question. Like, I was on Back Again podcast yesterday. It's out now. Make sure you go check it out. Big up to Troops, Larger Lewis and Hassan. And he asked people, and I've heard Murtaza mentioned it, the mistakes he's making is not age. Giving the ball away is nothing to do with your age. That's nothing to do. That's just poor execution or poor decision-making or both. You can give the ball. You're telling me Casemiro didn't give the ball away at 24. Of course he did. Like, let's not be silly here. Like, if he was getting ran past or ran down by people he shouldn't be, that's when I'd be like, oh, it's an age thing. It's not his legs. It's not his legs. You just got to make better decisions. That's been the problem. Like the ball, the goal he gave away, the ball he gave away against um, Brentford for the goal. That's not age. Nothing to do with age. Nonsense. Mohammed says, big up flawless. Happy for the three points and we need to take uh, a break for two weeks. Hopefully our players return safe from injuries. Let's hope we get some players back from injuries. Regulon, hopefully Malasio, Shaw as an option at centre-back. Who else is missing? Aaron Wambasako, Kobe Mano. That's pretty much it. Is there anybody else? They're the, 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 the six I've just mentioned. Is there anybody else? Well, five to six. Let me know. Big up to Obes, who says uh, he needs players around him who are good in possession. Yes, 100%. But I think that's any player. And that's another thing about Ericsson. For all his deficiencies, he's very he is good in um possession. Yes, Moria J, I did say Malasia. Yes, I did say Malasia. Am I getting fed up with Varane? No. Because I knew what we was getting with Varane. So am I getting fed? No. He's one. He's still our best centre-back. Still our best centre-back. It's just that because we didn't go into the market and get an understudy for him, now we're now we're being more critical of him. But I knew that about Varane. Like the whole thing of all oh, Varane's done, he's cooked. No. We know Varane's deficient. Again, deficiencies, that's the wrong word. We know his issues in terms of availability. It's not new. It happened last season. It's on the team to deal with it. Sell Varane and bring in who? Like, no, you keep people doing too much. You keep Varane and sign a centre-back. So then you have Varane and a competent right-sided centre-back, which is not Lindelof, who we'll get onto in a sec. Like, that's what you do. That's the, that's the sensible thing to do. What are we doing here? Big up to Daps Lover. See you in the chat as well. Uh, Hellboy says we need two centre-backs in January if we can afford. I think we only need one. I think we only need one. With Martinez, once Shaw's back. And then you get you have Varane sign another centre back, and then behind that you got Lindelof, you got Johnny Evans. That's cool. I don't mind that. That's what we should have done in the summer. I said it all summer long. Go and sign a right-sided centre back. So you have Varane, right-sided centre back, Martinez, Luke Shaw. That's your that's your first four, and then you've got Lindelof backing that up, which he should be fifth choice because he's make he's getting away with murder and the mistakes he's making, which I'll get onto shortly. And then you have Johnny Evans, you have Lindelof behind that. Cool. Well, again, Manchester United don't do, <laughs> we don't do things in the correct manner. You know, not even in the correct manner. We just don't do sensible things. We really don't. Before I continue, though, over 30 of you are in the building right now. So big up. But let's bump up these likes. We're only at 13 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Let's bump up the likes. Continue to get the questions in as well. It don't have to necessarily be on the game. It can be something else Manchester United related. That's fine. And of course, if you super chat, I get 
straight to the comment or question. Well, I'll get straight to your comment as well. But let's continue to share across the socials. Make sure you're following at That's Me Flawless and at Sarcasm City TV across all socials as well. But yeah, in regard to the game itself, um, it was more it's the fact that it's October and I'm more relieved when we scored those two goals than Happy tells me where I'm at with this team and where I'm at with this manager. Because I think Ten Hag's done. I think he's cooked. I think he's done. I think it's a question of when he gets sacked, not if. And then in regards to managers, there's no standout candidate to me. So before anyone says, well, such and such is out there, I'm saying to me, there's no candidate, there's no name I've heard and he sticks out. Like when Oli was going through what he was going through, Poch was the guy I wanted. Whether that was right or wrong is not what I'm arguing. So nobody in the chat say, oh, Poch would have been a terrible appointment. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that's a manager who at that time with the squad we had stood out to me. There's no standout to me whatsoever. No standout to me. But yeah, I was more relieved than, than happy. Obviously, 10, 15 minutes afterwards, the happiness kicks in. But before that, it's all, it was, um, what's it called? It was just relief, and that's terrible. Props to Scott McTominay, you know what I'm saying, because two good finishes. Props to the team because they haven't given up on the manager, but the manager just not helping himself. That's the biggest problem. Still continuing that lineup. What's going on? How many more mistakes is Lindelof going to make before you dropped him? Before you drop him, he made a mistake in this game for their for their goal. Made a mistake for Galatasaray um, for their second goal, and then third goal, not third goal, third game. Sorry. Crystal Palace, you're the closest to Anderson. Three mistakes in three games, and yet he's still playing. I don't care if there's no senior defenders. Because if Lindelof was to get injured, we'd play somebody else. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? He used to saw himself out and pattern up, man, playing Lindelof. Not good enough. Um, Casemiro, I already spoke on giving the ball away. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? Giving giving the ball away, 110%. Um, our nine has got to do better for the goal. Terrible, terrible mistake. And it's free again. Us conceding goals from individual errors again. Same thing. Same thing. We've been doing it all season long, giving up cheap goals. Giving up cheap goals all season long. And we have to cut that out. But yet this manager persists in playing these same players. Playing Lindelof. What are we doing? So Lindelof needs to be dropped. Casemiro needs to be dropped. But in regards to the team, O'Nana in goal, I get it. Cool. He's new. Delo at fullback. All right. Cool. Centre-backs. Actually, Evans and Maguire didn't do anything wrong. For all the criticism we received about the Evans signing, he hasn't part. He's just, he does the basics. He applies himself and does the basics. Maguire, if, who, if he made the mistakes we'd all be on, has played well when he's when he's been called upon. No complaints, he's applied himself. Lindelof shouldn't be playing. Should needs to be dropped. <coughs> Sorry, bless me. Needs to be dropped. Uh, midfield, Casemiro shouldn't be playing. Casemiro should be dropped. Who else was in midfield? It was Casemiro. It was Mount. Mount should, shouldn't be playing. He needs to be dropped. And Amrabat's in there. Amrabat's new. Well, here what I'm sorry. Look how many... We've not even got into the attack and I'm already talking about players who shouldn't be playing based off of form. Like, what are we doing? Dalo, cool. Whether it's right back, left back, cool. The only senior fullback we have. Makes sense. Um, Maguire and Evans or Merrick deserve their starts. Why is Lindelof starting at left back? I don't even want to see Dalo at left back and Lindelof at right back. Drop him. Why does he not drop plan? When I say drop players, I'm not saying drop man and then bring him on at half time. Drop man and don't play him the next game. You know what I'm saying? Make man think like, yo, I'm not going to... There's just no accountability. Casemiro needs to be dropped, like I said. Mount needs to be dropped. Amrabat, like I say, is new, even though he made his mistakes against Galatasaray. I would still play him. 
Bruno playing Bruno wide right. And I think that is one, I can't give him credit because it's a fire he started. So what Ten Hag has done is started a fire, put out that fire and then started another one. Like signing Mount was starting a fire. Then he then playing Mount with Bruno, he realised that didn't work. So he put out that fire. But then now shoehorning Bruno into the side to play him wide right. Now you've started another fire because Bruno wide right shouldn't be a thing. Mount in our midfield shouldn't be a thing. Bruno needs to be dropped. Rashford definitely needs to be dropped. Hear what I'm saying? Look how many players I'm saying need to be dropped and he's going to carry on doing this. Like I say, he's cooked. It's a question of when he gets sacked, not if. I have no faith in him changing it anymore because I don't know how much more evidence he needs. I really, really don't. Let's see what else you lot are saying. Warrior J, yeah, man, you've heard me say this before. Manchester United this season, in my opinion, it's always you guys doing well for the first 20 minutes and then concede from the first shot on goal. Are you frustrated with the same pattern and errors? Yes, extremely frustrated and extremely annoyed that me and Murtaza and Eddie can pick out when we're going to concede. So play well for the first 15 to 20 minutes, concede with our first shot on goal and then offer not offer anything going forward. No backbone, no resilience. That's the problem with this team. There's no will to win. I'm asking for the basics. That's not even skill on the football. I'm asking up here to be okay. I'm asking you to apply yourself. I'm asking professional athletes to apply themselves. This is where we're at. Forget the skill. If you lot fall short because of skill level, cool. I can accept that more than just giving up. And that's what we do. No one's standing up to be counted. Like, that's just legit what it is. So, yeah, the same patterns is irritating. And that stems from the manager. Because the manager just, just, the manager is just allowing that to happen by picking the same players. He's not switching anything up. He's not changing anything. How can the same thing consistently be happening and you, you consistently do the same thing? Clearly, some the approach is wrong. Change it. How many more times it happened against Brentford, happened against Crystal Palace, happened against Brighton, happened against Bayern Munich? How many more times does it need to happen before you go, you know what, let me switch this up because it's not working? <sighs> Don't get it. Uh, big up to Nathan says, Casemiro made one mistake, now he's a problem, while Bruno can make all the mistakes he wants. Nah, but here's the difference with that. I don't think Casemiro is a long-term problem overall. He's still good enough to play. Like, don't get it mistaken. Even though I'm saying he should be dropped, he's still good enough to play. However, Bruno shouldn't be, is the big difference. And I think the penny's dropping because I don't see any defence of Bruno. I see very little. Very. This is, this is the smallest defence I've ever seen of Bruno. Like, that's how bad he's playing. Always says, hey, Jesse, big up to you. Why does Ten Hag have to shoot uh, in Bruno right wing just to play one of Mount and Bruno in the 10? We all know Bruno can't play right wing like playing with 10 men. Always because I think he's made a mistake and now he's trying to rectify it. Because like I said, he's realised Mount and Bruno in the same midfield don't work. So it's like, Bruno's my captain. How do I get him into the side? Neither of those two should be starting for us. Let's call a spade a spade. Mount shouldn't be playing. Bruno shouldn't be playing. And now that's on the manager because you signed one of them was your marquee signing and the other you made captain drop him so you have to do it's okay to rectify it's okay to hold your hands up and say you know i made a mistake and drop them both because if we start winning and you drop them both guess what everyone be like yeah correct decision but if you carry on playing these same players you are going to get sacked you are going to lose your job you are going to lose your job big up to Mohammed mufc says flawless thoughts on beckham will be offered a role at manchester united if sheikh jasim's takeover of the premier league is successful what is the role what is the role? That's what I need to know. And sorry, people, I got a little bit of a cold still. 
but we move, we stay working. True Blue says, overall, were you satisfied the way United set up and played? No, because we played, we weren't good. Outside of the two goals from McTominay, we weren't good. What did we create? What did we create? We didn't create anything. What did we do? We didn't create anything. All right, we had, I don't know how much possession we had, but we had enough possession, but we don't really do anything with it because we don't have creators out there. Rashford's in poor form. You got Mount in the 10, Bruno White ring, right wing. Who's creating? And this is why I banged on about all summer. Who's creating for us? Who's scoring goals for us? We don't have enough. Hoyland out there starving of service. Rashford out of form, horrendously out of form. Mason Mount, Bruno, who? Your fullbacks are Lindelof and Delo. They don't really create like that. Casemiro can create to an extent. Amrabat, that's not his game. Where is the creativity in this side? Where is it? I can see that. I banged on about it all summer long. Who's creating and who's scoring for us like that? Take Rashford out of the side and I take Rashford's poor form out of it and look, you see how we look. We look like Chelsea from last year. Where we move. Mount's been terrible. Bruno played a good pass to him and he should have done better with effort. Maybe, but that's just Mount for you. That's just Mount for you. Uh, T.O. says, are you sure Mount is a Ten Hag signing? Because where the hell does he... F yes, he is. Let's not do that, T.O. Yes, because he wanted him at Vitesse. It's, a, it's definitely 110% a Ten Hag signing. And let's say hypothetically, let's say this is true. Leave. If you are being, if you are being given players you don't want to work with, leave. That's how I know it's his signing. It's definitely his signing. Because Mount's energy, that's what this manager wants. Hellboy, I hear you. I'm Ten Hag in, but if he doesn't turn things around, he's going to get sacked and that's on him. Exactly. Exactly. Warrior J says, flawless thoughts on Johnny Evans' recent performances. Good. Just, just solid performances. Been dependable. Like, that's it. Let's see what else you're saying. Uh, ten, uh, Beckham's been offered an um, uh, ambassador, ambassador, ambassadorial post um, at Manchester United. All right, first. What's our strongest 11? In my opinion, everybody fit. Oh, now we go. Wambasako, Malasio, Martinez, Varane, Casemiro, Amrabat, Eriksen, Palestri. This is everyone on form. Obviously, Rashford needs to be dropped, but on form, Rashford. But for now, Ganacho. And Hoyland, that's our strongest 11, and that's not good. Some of them players I should not be mentioning our strongest 11, but that shows the levels of this team. So I think that's our strongest 11. Will we ever see that? Probably not. But man want to shoehorn in Rashford out of form. Man want to play Bruno when he's out of form. Man want to play Mount when he's not even out of form. He's not even out of form. Just not very good. Just not very good. What Ten Hag said about needing more football as a reasoning for hooking him is poor man management. Um, no, I think that's a fair assessment. I think we're all fully aware that Eriksen is a better footballer than Casemiro. Like in terms of on the ball, I get what he meant when he said that. He is. Casemiro is not as technically sound or as technically good on the ball as an Eriksen. That's not a shot. That's not a shot in the slightest. I think that's a fair assessment. And it worked. Did Ericsson not set up? I need to actually watch it back. But did he not set up the winning goal? It was either the winning goal or the equaliser. Was it not his free kick? That's one thing about Ericsson. He'll keep the ball moving. And he should be a squad player. We should have got a major upgrade on Ericsson. And that's where we messed up. That's on us. It's stroppiness. You know what I'm saying? Absolute pure stroppiness. That's on us. Egypt's.
Alan says, Mount and Bruno can't play together. Facts. But we, I said this all summer long again. Another thing I said. Why are we doing this? Not only is Mount not a very good player and not good enough. He's, he's literally Bruno Fernandes. He's the English Bruno Fernandes. I think Bruno's actually better, but I'm not going to debate that with anybody because it's two cheeks of the same ass. I've said this before. Neither of them are good enough and neither of them should be at the football club, to be honest. And if they are, neither of them should be starting. One has the number seven and one has the captaincy. Right? Tells you where, 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 where we're at and why we are where we are at. Why we are struggling. It's not the, it's not the sole reason, but it plays its part. Uh, Flawless, I know you do uh, the, the rating stream with Eddie at the end of the season, but so far, what have you seen? What player has a higher ranking and which player has the lowest ranking? Nobody has a higher ranking apart from nobody. There's no one in this team that has a high ranking. Like, no one. Highest anyone's getting is a six. And that's very few and far between. There's very, very few and far between. In terms of low, everybody getting low. I'm saying, always, where we move. Are you talking about in terms of saying it to the media or say that in private? Yeah, Fez, I hear that. I hear that. That makes sense. I hear that. Yes, I do. To answer your question, Daps Lover, flawless, you always look flawless. Yes, 100%, always. Hey, continue to bump up the likes, though, man. Over 45 people in here, only at 23 likes. Let's get us up to 40 likes, people. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Let's hit that subscribe button as well, because I know everybody watching right now has not hit that subscribe button. And I know people watching this after the lives, because I know you lot be doing that as well. Big up to you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're at 8,291. Foremost subscribers, get us to 8,295 people. What are we doing? Let's bump up those likes and let's bump up the subscribers as well continue to get the questions in yeah hell boy i know you've liked big up man to you you're a real one you already know let's see what else you lot are saying what mount meant to was mount meant to be cover for bruno is what you're saying always here because bruno will never get dropped and never gets injured no i think mount initially was the ericsson replacement personally and then he realized very 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 quickly oh shit these two can't play together. What am I going to do? And rather than put out the fire completely and drop one, because that's what you should do, and play a right wing or at right wing, whether it's Anthony, whether it's Palestri, whether, yeah, whether it's one of those two. The reason why we look better when Anthony got on the pitch is because Anthony is a right winger, so he's just going to do right. He's just going to operate like a right winger. He's going to be in certain positions like a right winger because that's what he is. It's like Hoyland. It's like if he as a because we haven't had a striker as a striker, he's just gonna do striker s things. He's gonna occupy centre backs just naturally because that's his position. Bruno not no right winger. He's a he should do that occasionally. Like I said, if we're playing a big team away from home and their their left back inverts and you need Bruno to do that, or they have a left back that's bombing on and Bruno, you need Bruno to just stop him from playing. That's what Bruno is. That's his best attribute to off the ball. Like I say, Barcelona away, I give him full credit for all the time. And he did he did a great job playing right wing, but it shouldn't be the way forward, especially at home to at home to Brentford. Well, that's the manager gotta figure that out. Play Palestri or play Anthony out there. Simple as that. Stuart B says, Flawless, you turn Hag out. If not, what's your breaking point? He needs to change after the international break. Um, no, I'm not Ten Hag out, but I've given up on this manager switching this around. Given up, 
I don't think he will. I think that I think I don't even have the energy to be um Tanag out. Cause I think he's gonna get sacked. It's a question of when, not if. Because he can he wants to persist with these players who are not good enough. He wants to persist with them. Not good enough. All right. So we're gonna get sacked. Away says, Do you think Dalo has been as bad as some say? For me, he was our best player of the month for September easily. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say all that in regards to say he's been our player of the month September easily, but the bar is on the floor for that award. Secondly, he's had some good games and he's had some bad games, but that's the low for you because I think he's just average, above average. He's yeah, he just because he's average to above average, he's gonna have good performances. He's gonna have bad performances. The problem with the low is he doesn't excel at anything. He doesn't excel defensively. He doesn't excel offensively. Should have been moved on. That's on Ten Hag. Kept him. Signed him to a new deal. What are we doing? Not good enough. And we know this. And I like Dolo. But is he good enough for where we're trying to go to? No. Flawless, are you Ten Hag out? Now, what's your breaking point? He needs to change after the international break. Like I said, I'm not Ten Hag out now. No. Because for whatever reason, I still, even though I have little, to, even though I said I have no hope, I have very little hope in him changing it around. The tools are there. We have a manager and, a, and the players who can turn this around. It's just on the manager to do it. So I'm still holding out that he can do that, but he continues to persist and play favourites with certain players. What's my breaking point? I don't have a breaking point because I'm already broken. You can't break what's already broken. Like, it sounds like so yeah I don't have a breaking point there's nothing this team can do to surprise me anymore nothing not a thing say we didn't beat Copenhagen or we didn't beat Sheffield United or we went out in the group stages went to Europa League or finished there's nothing that's going to surprise me or we get battered by someone I've seen this manager has now shown me enough this season and the players have shown me enough over a longer period of time to know where we're at and what can happen <laughs> That's just it. Yeah, man. Full of, full, of, full of deep quotes, man. You already know T.O., man. Profit, man. Alan says, do you think Mount is a good signing? No, horrendous signing. Horrific. It's a horrific signing. Terrible. Never should have signed him. Ever. But hey, we move. To Daps Lover who says, nah, Ten Hag ain't getting sacked. So you think if he continues to lose games, he's not. So let me ask you then, Daps Lover. You think if he continues to lose games that he's not getting sacked? Have we lost six out of 12? Let me know in the chat, please, people. Have we lost this? Is it 6 out of 12? Or is it 7 out of 13? So basically, 50% or more. So, Daps Lover, you think he's going to continue to... If we continue at this rate, and Manchester United lose 50% of their games, he's keeping his job. You crazy if you think that. I even know if you're a male or female, but you crazy if you think that. Crazy. Hey, let's continue to bump up the likes as well, man. What we doing? Only at 28 likes. This is poor, man. I know it's Monday and all them things there, but let's bump up the likes. What are we doing? Hit that subscribe button as well. What are we doing? What are we got going on, man? And we're, only, we're still only at 8,291. What's going on, man? What, what, what are we doing here? What are we playing at, people? Let's bump up these likes. Let's bump up these likes. Hit that subscribe button. Continue to get your questions in as well. Now nah, he has until the end of the season. All right, keep thinking that. Keep thinking if he loses 50% of his games that he's going to he gonna make it to February match. And we out of all comp we out of all competitions and eighth or ninth in the Premier League, they'll sack him. Hundred percent. Hundred percent they'll sack him. Like what are we doing? Like without like I don't know. 
it's just not happening. It's just not happening. I'm telling you that right now. It just, it's just not happening. Well, we move. All right, let's see. Ed says, do you think it's counterproductive seeing parts of the fan base wishing for the club to lose so the manager gets sacked? I understand it. So I can't, it's never me. I've never wished Manchester United lose because I can't do that. In my heart of hearts, I cannot do that because I'm a Manchester United fan through and through. So I can't do that. However, I see it. And Tarzan was saying that, oh, it's for the greater good. Is it for the greater good? Does it get better after this? Who's the manager that's coming in to change this? So I keep going back to who's the standout candidate? Who is the standout candidate? A Solomon says, big up, flawless. Big up to you every single time as well. Let's see what else you lot are saying in the chat. I don't want to miss anything. Let's see. I know I'll probably miss some, some comments, so my apologies. I always said this, yeah, Bruno created one chance, which Mount could have done better. Good block from Pinnock. That was just a good block. Mount and Bruno did what they all they could do on that. I'm not criticising them um, for that. That's all they needed to do. Ramos says... The way this manager celebrated and talked about Casemiro shows that this manager is finished. This win just rescheduled the day of the sacking. I'd keep McLaren as interim until the takeover. Ramo, you saying until the takeover, like the takeover is guaranteed. Uh, let's not, the takeover is not guaranteed. But in regards to him saying what he said about Casemiro, I get it. Would I have preferred him to have said it privately? He didn't need to say all that. Yes, but it worked. We won the game. We won the game. Took off Casemiro and we win the game. Like, it's not solely on Casemiro. And Casemiro made a mistake. So, Chinlu says, Flawless, what's your opinion on Donny continuing to hold bench? In my opinion, he's a better player than Bruno on the midfield with him. Cass and Amrabat would be good. Um, on paper, it sounds good. On paper, on paper, it definitely, what's it called? On paper, it sounds on paper it sounds good. The thing is with Donny, certain's not dropped. I don't know why it is. I don't know what it is in regards to why the manager's not playing. I don't know. I don't know what Donny has to do to get a chance. I'm lost. I really don't. I'm about Casemiro. Donny, I would like to see because Donny gives you things that Ericsson gives you plus more mobility. So yeah, why not? But in regards to him holding bench, the manager just don't want to play him. The manager just doesn't want to play him, and that's just what it is. Unfortunately, man, unfortunately, because I would love to see it. Man United's upcoming game, Sheffield United away, Copenhagen at home, Manchester City at home, Newcastle at home, Carabao Cup, Fulham away, Copenhagen away, Luton at home. How many wins you think United could get? We could get a lot of wins from this because this is favourable. Sheffield United away is a winnable game. Copenhagen at home is a winnable game. City at home, yeah, forget about it. Even though City are not in the best... Newcastle um, at home is a winnable game. Fulham away is a winnable game. Copenhagen away is a winnable game. Luton away is a winnable game. So six out of our next seven games are all winnable. That's not me saying we win them, people. So before anyone jumps in the chat, I will block you if you say, oh, you saying we're going to win all the games. No, they are winnable. Now, will we win them? I'm not sure. I'm saying I'm, I am not sure whatsoever. And yes, the Koala J. Yes, it's water. Yes, you're doing too much, my guy. It's water. What else am I going to be drinking at quarter at 5 p.m. on a Monday? It's not alcohol. Um, I don't drink like that. So, yeah, as I was saying, yeah, these are all, that's what I'm saying. It's definitely a favorable run, but we just had, we're just coming off a favorable run. Brentford at home, Galatasaray at home, Crystal Palace twice at home. 
that should have been four wins we got to. All right, fortunately enough, we got through the Carabao Cup because I think people are sleeping on the impact of the Carabao Cup because that is a competition we can win. It's one of two competitions. It's one of only two competitions I genuinely believe we can win. Favourable draws needed in it, 100%. Glad we got a home draw. Would have preferred not Newcastle, but I think Newcastle will make changes. We'll probably make some changes. And it being at Old Trafford, I think we'll get past them. Hopefully some of the other Premier League top sides go out as well. And then that makes it even more... It makes a, a, a more favourable draw more possible. So that's what we indeed need to do. Yeah, yeah, Ed, because there's always one idiot who will pop up and say, yeah, how are you saying we're going to win? Because people just don't be listening. There's a lot of people who just don't be listening. And more so, it's not regulars, it's new people who will jump in and be like, oh, well, you said like, no, I'm very specific with what I say. Very, very, like I'm very clear. And if you don't understand, you can ask me and I'll explain it again and elaborate in further detail. But yeah, they're all winnable games. But like I said, we just coming off a four-match run that was supposed to be winnable with four of them at home. And we won two out of the four. So do I have faith we win six out of seven? No. But if this manager reverts back to tight, could we beat Sheffield United away, Copenhagen at home, Newcastle at home, Fulham away, Copenhagen away and Luton at home? Yes. This was last season. I'm going into these games confident, including Manchester City at home. Aside, we beat last season. And we beat in impressive fashion. Being in very impressive fashion. Ed says, I think Ten Hag stays till we're either miles away from European places before Christmas slash January or mathematically no chance of qualifying in like springtime. Maybe, maybe. But like I said, if you continue to lose 50% of your games, it's a question of when or if. And I don't think he'll change it around. Why is the penny going to drop after the international break and he drops Lindelof and he drops Casemiro and he drops Mount and he drops Bruno and he drops Rashford? He ain't going to do it. Even though... Give him his credit. In the game, he did take off Casemiro. He did he did take off Rashford as well. And did he take off Mount? Was Mount another one of the subs? Let me know. I think he took... Yeah, because Bruno was on the pitch there. And yeah, and I think he took off Mount as well. These players are just not good enough. And this is on the manager. This is where it falls on. Even though it was a crucial win for him. Because had he lost, this conversation would be much different right now. Had we lost that game. I think even if we had drew that game. But I'm already just like... Just fed up. That's what it is. Just fed up. They got a lot to do to get me back on side. Like, I'm so disinterested and disconnected from the team currently. Like, I genuinely, and I was genuinely looking forward to this season. But within two months, I'm already just like, yeah, whatever type of thing. We win in, we, I should be gassed. We scored two, we, Scott McTominay scored a brace to help us win a football match, help us win a Premier League game in, a, in stoppage time. And I'm just more relieved than I am. Like, that's just how, because I just know. It's just, yeah, for real. Flawless, I'm worried about United, but more so you and all the shows you do, you may get peppered on. You've already taken the Spurs and Everton smoke from the back again um, podcast. Yeah, that's just Troops and 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 Lewis and, and Hassan Hayden. Because when Lewis wants to sit there and back Manchester City, it's okay. When Hassan wants to sit there and back Arsenal to win the league title, that's okay. But let me, and I have legitimate reasons to like Spurs. I have legitimate reasons to like Everton. I hate Arsenal. I hate Liverpool. Why am I not going to like their ops? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Like, what are we talking about? Ironically, why I get along with Chelsea fans? Because we have all of the same ops, apart from Spurs. Both don't like Arsenal. Both don't like Liverpool. They now have a thing with City because of the Champions League. So, yeah, that, that, that's what it is. But I can take I can take the shots. It's not I'm saying I'm used to it. All about even saying nothing crazy. 
All I said was Spurs are top of the league and playing well. And I'm glad Everton won, which I am. I do like Everton. Yes. And I'm a fan, all jokes aside, I'm a fan of Sean Dye. Shout out to Stro. Me and him argue about that all the time. Like, I'm a fan of Sean Dye. I respect. He plays his way. Like, he plays his system. I respect it highly. That's what it is. And yes, I want Everton to stay in the Premier League. Because I just want to, I want as much discomfort for Liverpool fans as possible. Because as much as that they finished second last season, they would have loved Everton to have got relegated and it didn't happen. So I love that. And same with Spurs. Spurs are literally my only hope this season. Like it's a Dow Sim Street Fire reach. But they're the only team in like in the league, near the top of the league who can win it, who I'm okay with. Do I think they win the league? No, City win the league. Let's not get it mistaken. City absolutely win the league. However, one second, I've got something on the screen. However, them top of the league, props to him. And they got two midfielders I rate very highly in, in Basuma and Madison. But that's me and I, I'm not allowed, I'm not allowed to, you know, <laughs> big them up. <laughs> Troops and, and Lewis said they're going to rush me. That's funny. <laughs> but we move. Shout out to the back. Shout out to Troops. Shout out Lewis. Shout out Sam every time though. I don't think Ten Hag will ever officially drop Rashford. But do you think he's losing patience with him? I said that because he's subbing him off earlier and earlier with every game. Hopefully, Ed. I hope you're right. He needs to be dropped. But guess what? He's going to start against them. Who's the game? Sheffield United's our game after the international break. He's going to start against them. Yeah, it's... um. Let's check. Yeah, where are Sheffield United? Rashford going to start. Bruno going to start. Mount going to start. Casemiro going to start. Lindelof going to start. Those five. There's five outfield players who should not be starting. And they're going to start 100%. Without doubt. I right, play the other players. Like I say, this manager just, yeah, it's just done. I'm tired. Koala J says, I like how they talk about context and const constantly take you out of context. How you put up with them, respect. Because yeah, I understand what it is with Hassan. That's what it is. And Hassan, my guy, don't get mistaken, people. We're actually like brethren and cool outside of, um, of streaming. But yeah, I understand what man are trying to do. Just like, don't do that. Like, I'm very clear and I'm too specific with what I say to be taken out of context. That's what it is. Oh, you have a rice agenda. No, I don't have a rice agenda. I just don't think he's a hundred million pound player. I think he's a good player, though. I think he's a good player. Mario J says, speaking of Spurs, if they do win the league, I will not be in the live stream if there is happy, if there is a happy Spurs fan, apart from Jez, even though he did a speech on Saturday. Now, I'll be there. If Spurs win the league, oh, that'd be hilarious. I'll be alert because United ain't winning the league. And I look, it's either City, Liverpool, Arsenal. I dislike all three. Who's, who's the closest to them? Spurs. All right, Spurs. Just to piss off Arsenal fans. Be hilarious, yo. Absolutely be hilarious. But again, people, are they winning the league? No. No, they're not. Uh, why are you, Hassam? Why are you, Hassam, always arguing? Because that's Hassam for you, isn't it? That's why. That's why we always arguing. Because Hassam, try, Hassam tries to talk to me at times like I'm stupid. That's why. That's what it is. He tried to talk to me like, and he always thinks, he said it on the show, he thinks I've got an ulterior motive. <laughs> That's what he is. He's paranoid. I'm saying, times he tries to treat me like I'm like I'm chopping. And, sec and then secondly as well, he thinks I have an ulterior motive. He always thinks I've got like a master plan that I'm doing. Like when I bigged up Jorginho. He's like, oh, you bigging up Jorginho to get a rice? No, I'm not. <laughs> like... Like people always like <laughs> he's not the first person. People always think that. Stop giving me because because I'm smart and I'm intelligent, and because I run jokes as well. People always think that. Not always, but plenty of people, even in the past, oh, you got an ulterior motive. Nah, I'm very clear and direct. 
Like one thing you can say about me, whether you agree or disagree with me, you know where I stand. You know where I stand on everything. Like there's no questions. I've never in the chat, you lot have asked the question and I've said I'm not answering that. Never. You lot can ask me whatever you want from a footballing perspective. Even if it's about my favourite player or or it's a player I dislike or it's a player I've backed and I've got it wrong, whatever the case may be. It's like if Mount all of a sudden his form his form kicks on and he's exceptional from say here to January and people in the chat are like, oh, Yo, you was wrong about my, I hold my hands up and go, yeah, I won't hide. Same way when we lose. I think it's that too. That's also what annoys for Sam and that's what also what annoys other people is that I don't, I don't cry and complain the way they want me to. I don't cry and complain in the fact of where I can get clipped. And that's what bothers people. Like when Liverpool, like when Liverpool packed us, I had so many people, oh, are you just doing copium? How am I doing copium? I'm here saying the defeat was terrible, criticized, but people are too focused on me. Liverpool battered Manchester United in record fashion and people in the chat want to talk to me. Liverpool content creators want to chat about me and my response. How about talk about the game? Do you think if Manchester United clapped Liverpool like that, I'm talking to any Liverpool fan or any Liverpool content creator. I'm talking about the game. I'm talking about the game. I'm not focused on anybody else. I'm not focused on anyone. I won't be focused on a Sam, a Ryan, a Saint, a, a Ram, whoever they are, months. You think I'm going and talking to them about their response to it? No, I'm talking about the game. I have multiple goals to pick from. Like, that's where the issue lies. Talk about the game all you want. So that that's where, it's, that's where it stems from in regards to that. Yeah, yeah, and also that Ed, yeah, yeah, because Sam does love, he loves to project onto people, project onto people, because he loves throwing subliminals, he assumes everyone else does that too, and it's like, I'm not throwing subs, like, I'm very, very direct, hell, but I appreciate that, appreciate that, so yeah, that, that's where it stems from, I don't cry and complain in the way people want me to, people want me, to, rival fans want me to cry and complain so it can get clipped and they can laugh, I'm not a clown, I was not here in, in, in clown makeup. I'm saying I got decorum. Like, that's not happening. I can be pissed though. You lot have seen me pissed. Look at the watch alongs. I'm saying, look how I've spoken about Manchester United all season long. But people want me to be loud and abrasive and, oh, I can't believe it. And throwing the mic and throwing the wall. But it's not my character. It's just never, this is not my character. Ed says, I think Casemiro's place in the starting 11 is on the line because Maynard will be back and Tenag made it clear in preseason he wants to give him minutes this season. I hope you're right, Ed. Once Kobe Mano's back, he needs to play. Casemiro needs to be dropped. Hasn't been good enough this season. Drop him. He's not the only one who needs to be dropped, but does he need to be dropped? Yes. Too many mistakes, not good enough performances, and Casemiro's my guy. And that's not me saying sell Casemiro. That's just me saying Casemiro needs to step up because he's not been at it. Same way Bruno hasn't. Same way Mount hasn't. Same way Rashford hasn't. They all need to be dropped. Lindelof, you got to go too. You got will the manager do it? I don't know. I legit don't know. I'm unsure. And let's continue to bump up these likes as well, people. Girls up to 40 likes. We're at 34 likes, man. Girls up to 40 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Like check. Please share across all the socials. Twitter, Instagram. At Sarcasm City TV on everything, people. At Sarcasm City TV on everything. Retweet a like from the Twitter. Please share from the Instagram. It all helps. Don't matter if you have one follower or 1,000 followers, or 1 million followers. It all helps. 
And make sure you follow across all the socials as well. Still at 8,291. Four more subscribers. Get us to 8,295 people. Continue to get the questions in as well. And don't forget, we're back at midnight for doing the most as well. Let's see what else you lot are saying. Vuvu says, big up to you. Do you agree with Madrid fans when they say Casemiro over Busquets? Yes. I think Casemiro's top quality. I've said this. I think he's top quality. Top, top, top quality. Especially when he was at Real Madrid and he was doing a different role to what he's doing now. Now he's much more offensively minded and he has more in his lock. He's our best attacking midfielder. When you look at his numbers and you look at the numbers back it up and the, and the eye test back it up as well. Like Casemiro is our best attacking midfielder in terms of getting forward and impact without doubt. Maybe you could argue Ericsson. Mm. I'll even argue Ericsson. I'd argue, yeah, because Ericsson don't really get into the final third like that. He'll be in the defensive third and the middle third on the ball and progress it forward. Whereas Casemiro will make runs into the box. Dangerous from set pieces as well. Very, I didn't realise that either. Very, very dangerous from set pieces. So, yeah, I do agree with that. I'm, a, I'm still a big fan of Casemiro, but guess what? Poor form? Time to, time to drop. Time to be dropped. Will the manager drop him? Nah. Won't drop him. Know what his manager's on. Won't drop him. Joking. Absolute joking. Won't drop him. Let's see what else you lot are saying as well. Going to close out in the next 10 to 15 minutes or so, people. Get your final few questions in as well. Obviously, Man United's on Mondays, I do solo. Thursdays, sometimes they're solo. But I'll probably get some special guests on. Get everyone's, um, get some people I've not had on in a strong minute. That's it. That's indeed what I'm going to do. Let's see what else. Um, what did you say, Chinlu? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy yo because the comment came up on on the, the youtube studio before the stream out so i just seen that but hey chinlu we appreciate it man big up shout out Hassan, no that's my guy but yeah he, he crazy ed says i agree uh half the first 11 should be dropped but realistically i think Cass is the easiest player for ten hag to drop bruno and rashford get too much power behind the scenes and we're still missing mad defenders i don't think they get too much power behind the scenes what do you mean by when you say this, Ed? I don't think they get too much power behind the scenes. I don't. I don't think it's a power thing. I think if it was a power thing, Bruno wouldn't be playing wide right. He'll be mount wide right, and Bruno would play centrally, if that was the case, because Bruno is legit being played. Let's put this into perspective, people. Bruno's being played out of position to accommodate Mason Mount. That's currently what is going on right now. That is currently what is going like that tells you the levels not only where Bruno's at in terms of his level what the manager thinks imagine being dropped for Mason Mount a guy who does what you do with to a to a lesser extent a guy who's you but a, a guy who's a worse version of you imagine that so I don't think I don't think it's too much power same with Rashford the same way he's been getting hauled off this is on the manager I've said this it's like when somebody asked earlier, oh, do I think Mount was a Ten Hag siding? Yes. I think Mount was a Ten Hag siding. 110%. Yes. He was. Koala J says, could we put the injuries we have on the manager? Lissandro aggravating his injury. Wan-Bissak and Cameo got injured. The Martinez won Koala J. Yes. Because he, he shouldn't have been playing when he's not fully fit. The Wan-Bissaka won. It can happen. That I won't put on him, but definitely the Lissandro Martinez. And the fact we're talking about Aaron Wan-Bissaka coming in and helping us improve, tell us where we're at. That's one of my biggest concerns with this team as well. People talking about, oh, 
once we get players back from injury. Who? Who are these difference-maker players? Manahattan, Martinez are here. Varane are here. That is it. Those two. Who? Wambasako, Shaw, Malasio. Who else is injured? Kobe Maino can make a difference. That's cool, but he's still a youth prospect. Like, who are we relying on to come back and transform this team? Goes to show where the squad is at. All the senior players are out there. Well, the vast majority, like I said, minus Verona Martinez. Vivi says, do you think that sacking Ralph was a huge mistake? Um, no, because Ten Hag didn't want to work with him. So it made sense to move him on. We didn't do our due diligence and give Ralph a proper role. Like what it should have been was Ralph's manager for X amount of time. Then when the season ends, you get this role. But what Ralph should have been involved in was the picking of the next manager. That's what we should have done. All right, you assess it and then you give this intel to the next guy. And I said this at the time. But again, Manchester United not doing sensible things. That's typical Manchester United for you. That's what we do. Typical. Hellboy says, flawless. How do you think we'll... How do, is that where do you think we'll finish the season? Ah, uh, who knows? Who knows, man? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere, if it carries on like this, somewhere's... Trying to think. See, you're better than us. Liverpool are better than us. Arsenal are better than us. Newcastle are better than us. Spurs are better than us. So that's five. So that's six at best. Um, let me actually check the table. Let me assess this. So we got six at best. So that's what I can say is six at best. We could go as low as ninth, tenth. I think we finish in the top half. Probably somewhere six to ninth. Somewhere six to ninth. Having a look here. You got Villa, you got Brighton, West Ham, Newcastle, I mentioned Palace. Yeah, somewhere six to ninth. That's what I'd say. Somewhere in that region, because you got Brighton, you got Chelsea, you may get it together. You got Villa, you got West Ham. Somewhere six to ninth, I would say. When I say power, I mean they've got strong influence and backing behind the scenes. Don't forget their execs have basically pushed those two to be the face of the club. Oh, I hear all that about being the face of the club, but you can still get dropped. The manager can still drop him. That's solely on Eric Ten Hag. He could drop Bruno if he wanted to. He could drop Rashford if he wanted to. He does not want to. Simple as that. What happened to Malasio? Got injured, Koala J. I don't know what it was, but he got injured. Got injured. And influence got nothing to do with on the pitch, though. Who's who, in regards to... What do you mean by this, Ed? In regards to what? By influence from who? You're talking about Rashford and... and um. Bruno, like I say, the manager, that's why I'm not doing too much. The manager wants to play these men. The manager wants to play these men. They're his guys. He consistently picks Bruno. He consistently picks Rashford. He's not being forced to. He's not, there's no one saying you have to play these two because there's times he's dropped them. He wants to. And if that's the case, let's say hypothetically it's true that he is being forced upon in regards to you must play these two. All right, you're a yes man. I don't want you at the club. Leave. Leave. If you are being forced to play players you don't want, leave. Otherwise, you're just a part of the problem. You're a part of the solution or you're part of the problem. Drop these men. He wants to play them. That's why Bruno, Bruno's playing right wing. That's why Rash is playing left wing. Sorry, my screen a bit dirty. Like, let's not do this. Let's not do this. I'm telling you that right now. Let's not do this. And people do. Not you, Ed, but people be doing too much with that in regards to the manager and making excuses. No, he's just managing poorly right now. He's making poor decisions. Wrong lineup, wrong subs, apart from the game just against Brentford, where he got it right with Scott McTominay. 
but drop players for poor form. I don't know how many times I need to say it. Let's see this next question. What is it? Koala J says, you think McTominay won't warrant to start in the next game? No, I don't think he warrants to start in the next game. I think that should be his role. Chasing the game, putting him on up front. That should be his role. You play Amrabat, you play Amrabat who deserves more of a... Um, even though he was okay against Brentford and wasn't good against Galatasaray, he deserves more of a shot in midfield. Was that his first game in midfield? Or second game? He deserves a shot. Hannibal's not put a foot wrong. He deserves to play in there. And as does Ericsson as well. That should be the three midfielders. That's that should that should that's what the midfield should be. I mean, like the influence behind the scenes shouldn't have anything to do with what's going on in the pitch. They should be dropped simple. Oh, I hear that Ed. Eric Tanladen, that's a hilarious name. If Maguire was black, would he still get pref uh, preferential treatment for England? Of course not. What black player do you see ever get prefer um, preferential treatment for England? Name him. Don't happen. And we know this. Like, what's understood ain't got to be spoken about, but no. Maguire was my skin tone. Would he get all this prefer uh, preferential treatment? No. You'd get criticised. Same way Pogba got criticised, and rightfully so in some quarters, for his performances, and he was a big money move. Same way Maguire was a big money move. And has he performed up to the standards overall? No. Has he been good this season? Yes. Been solid this season. Dependable this season. Can't criticise him this season. Perform well and people show up. It's as simple as that. All this extra stuff. All this talking, you know what I'm saying? Tweeting out things and Instagram, well not tweeting, but Instagram posts and in interviews and stuff. Oh, I'm definitely like, the reason I'm captain of Manchester United, the managers at Manchester United and the manager of England picks me, but no lack, picks me all the time. Just lack of self-awareness. Hell, a lack of self-awareness. So yeah, would he get it? No. I don't get no preferential treatment if he was black. Come on, we know this. Yeah, that's Amrabat first start in midfield. Yeah, so he deserves another shot in midfield because he did okay. He wasn't great, but I don't think he was bad. He did okay. So play him, play Hannibal, who again, very similar to Evans and Maguire when he's played, has just been dependable, done the basics. And you play Ericsson. That should be the team that goes away to Sheffield United. That should be the midfield, I should say. Will it be that midfield? No. Because we know what his manager does. That would be probably not a very good performance. We probably get a win. Well, here we are. Here we are. It says 100, do you're talking on the pitch. No interviews, no agents, no family members chatting, focus, yeah? Only one I defend is his mum. Like, I understand his mum saying what she said. That's her son. Fully get that. And that's, that's just that motherly love. Like, that's legit what it is. Like, I know if I was being criticised publicly, my mum probably gonna say something. Actually, no, my mum, she probably join in. You know what I'm saying? She always giving me shit. She'll probably join in. Like, she'll, she'll, she'll have bars to give to the journalists. But nah, I get it. Of course you're like that. I got an aunt who's like that. We like when I posted stuff up on Instagram of like me getting stick. She's ready. You know what I'm saying? Right, who's giving you shit? Did 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 are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just joking, honey. I'm good. But like that's just what it is. For anyone who knows that, like female family members, they different. Like in regards to the protection of a son, a brother, cousin, nephew, etc. etc. Like that's just what it is. Well, Anthony getting back to the team because it caused a ripple effect to the Greenwood situation. The club may justify it with that. They're not bringing back Greenwood. The reason why the club, and I said this at the time, the entire time it was going on, they're not bringing him back because this club do not want that type of backlash. Because they wanted to bring back Greenwood. And then when they received all the online backlash, they was like, you know what? Let me not, let me not bring him back. Let's not bring him back. That's legit what it is. Typical. 
typical of like Manchester United cowards. You can't bring him back. Stand on your own two feet and bring him back. Don't be a, don't be cowards about it. For real, for real. But that's Manchester United football club for you. So in regards to Anthony, I don't think we should have brought him back. And that's not because I think he's guilty. I'm saying take him out of the spotlight. Very similar to what I was talking about, even though it's a different scenario with Rashford. Rashford's in poor form. Stop playing him. Save him from himself. Take him out of the spotlight. Same with Anthony. You've got all this... What's the word I'm looking for? You've got all this... Um, all this news story on you. You've got bad news on you. I'm not saying he's guilty or not, people. I don't know enough of the evidence. But you've got this hanging over your head. Why put the why put the spotlight even more on him and start playing him in games? Just wait till the the wait till the investigation's over. Because then what happens when stuff breaks in regards to the investigation and he's playing? Now you're putting unnecessary pressure on him. And he's already under immense pressure from a footballing perspective. Because he cost X amount, because he's been poor. Spot and you're at Manchester United. The spotlight's on you. You're an 80 to 90 million pound winger at Manchester United. You are going to be under the spotlight regardless. And now you've got extra spotlight. And we just threw him back in the mix. Hey, what's going on? Just silliness. I wouldn't want to play. Take me out of the spotlight. Obviously, he's not going to say that because most footballers just want to play ball. But sometimes you have to save people from themselves. Simple as that. Did Brazil say this? Brazil said he's never going to play for them again. This should be a telltale sign. Did they say this? When did they say this? For real, they said this? Are you sure? Are you sure they said this? I don't know about this one. I really don't know about this one. Are you sure? Are you legit sure they said this one? Interesting. Very interesting if they did. Extremely interesting if they did indeed do that. Yeah, man. Mum's down for all the smoke. My, my mum's on it. You feel me? 100%. She watches some of the content at times. She's ready. She's she, she ready. She united through and through. She understands how bad it is and, and what's going on at the club. Like, she'll criticize players the same way I do. But hey, yo, we move. All right, final couple questions and we're going to close out. Let's bump up these likes. Get us up to 40 likes, people. Get us up to 40 likes. Hit that subscribe button if you are indeed new. Check out the upcoming live stream schedule because it lets you know all the shows that are coming up. Obviously, midnight tonight, doing the most, which is the Premier League show. Then Tuesday, back with the Mandem United podcast, Ivorian. Going to get a couple guests on there as well. Then the first crossover of the week um, on Tuesday, midnight UK time, Manchester United Liverpool show, Mandem United podcast, analysis at Anfield podcast. Then Wednesday, people, Wednesday, we'll be back just at midnight, Sarcasm City Sports Q&A, where we answer all your sporting questions. Thursday, back with another Mandem United podcast. I'm going to try to get some special guests on that. That's 4.30pm UK time on the Thursday. Then another crossover, Manchester United Arsenal show, myself and TJ, Mandem United podcast. I'm going to talk from the Arsenal podcast, talking all things Manchester United and Arsenal. Then Friday, 10.30pm with my Don Eddie. I have another special guest on that as well. Talking all things Manchester United. And that's your week, people. And that's off the top of the head. See how much content you lot got coming up. And then Saturday, you don't stop. You got the final Man uh, Manchester United crossover. Man United podcast crossover. Manchester United Chelsea Spurs show. Man United podcast. Ballers at the Bridge podcast. Talking at Tottenham Talk podcast with myself, Jez and Surfer. And then to end your week, as always, Sunday, midnight, the Sarcasm City Sports Q&A. And that's just the YouTube people. Never mind, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to sort out the gaming and stuff like that for you lot in regards to definitely get on that once I actually do cop the new FIFA. And then the following week, I said it yesterday and I'll say it all week long as well. What I am going to be doing all next week, people, it won't be the regular scheduling. It won't be any Sarcasm City TV specials. 
I'm running fan calling shows all next week, people. Fan calling shows all next week is what I will be running. All next week, fan calling shows. So on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, those four days, I'm running fan calling shows here on the YouTube channel. Open to anybody to call in. Open for anybody to call in. So that's Monday. So it'll be 10 p.m. I'm going to do 10 p.m. UK time. So I know that works for people in the UK time zone, obviously stateside time zone and anywhere else as well. So that's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday from next week, people. Obviously the Wednesday I do a Sarkas and C Sports Q&A, then Saturday, Sunday we'll be back to watch alongs, etc, etc. So that's open for you lot, for those that want to get on the channel. Of course, if you remember your Q jump on the fan calling shows as well. Flawless question, do you think Hannibal deserves a chance again? Yeah, you missed it, Warrior J. I said he should play against Sheffield United, yes, 100%. He should be playing again, without doubt. He does. He definitely deserves his shot. Definitely, 110% deserves his shot. From what I saw, this is an Anthony. They won't play him until the investigation's over. That makes sense. Yes, Koala J, GTA missions. I'm legit going to shout the gang gang and try to get on it today, to be honest. I really am. And to Ed, who says, hardest working con United content creator, hands down. Hey, appreciate Ed. Love, man. Much, much, much appreciated for the kind words. But yeah, let me see how many likes we're on before we do indeed close out. 38, so that's going to hit 40, so big up to you lot as well. I know there would be many more people here. Manchester United had lost or drew that game to Brentford, but we do indeed move. Let me see who else is live to raid before we close out. Keep a lookout on the Twitch as well. Large up to you, Sheik. You know what I might do? Even though everyone's on the new FIFA, I've got the membership group, and I know man in there run and run clubs. So Sheik, I'm going to shout you. I'm going to drop a message to you, man, in the chat shortly. Let's see who's live. Ah, Lee Gunner's live. So we're going to raid Lee Gunner. So all I need you lot to do is hit Sarcasm City in Lee Gunner's chat. Put Sarcasm City Raid in capital letters. That's all I need you lot to do. Sarcasm City Raid in capital letters in the chat. But Sheik, man, big up to you. I'm a shout you because I know you got FIFA. I'm legit going to drop a message in the group and see what's what. Hellboy says, good show, flawless. Thank you. Hey, man, I'm glad you lot enjoyed it, man. I love chopping up because obviously a lot of the time I'd be with co-hosts and special guests. So you lot, I may not get to your question. Or get to your questions like in depth, like I can, like I can on here. That's why I run these solos. Flawless, at least you don't have to hear any statements from Man United if injuries come. Hey, never a hey, Warrior J, never say never with Manchester United Football Club. Never say never with Manchester United Football Club. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Never say never with them dots. I'm telling you that right now. But yeah, love to everyone that's locked in. Anyway, I'm going to raid Lee Gunner. And this has been... Oh yeah, let me not forget. We're available on all audio platforms as well. So much going on, people. I almost forgot. Don't forget, we are this show and all the shows on the channel, apart from watch-alongs, are available on audio-only platforms. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV. And this show and all the other shows will pop up. So like I always say, if you want to listen while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, while you're driving, while you're at work, you may be on your way to work, you may be traveling, you may be going to see your girl, maybe you're at the gym, maybe you don't want the YouTube app sucking up all your data, maybe you just want to be browsing on your phone and have it on the SoundCloud, the Spotify, or the iTunes, whatever the case may be, or maybe you just prefer to listen to your podcast in traditional podcast ways, that's fine people. So SoundCloud, please hit us with the follow, Spotify, Follow us on there, five stars, please, on Spotify, all you Android users. And same, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all of you iPhone users, five stars on iTunes and leave us a review 
please on that it's sarcasm city tv everywhere and make sure you follow the sarcasm city tv kick as well where you not only get premier league watch alongs champions league watch alongs there's a boxing show on there uh, big fights, big nights only. Courtside commentary and all the NBA content will be over there. F1 is over there. NFL is over there as well. And where you get the fan calling shows on a regular basis, not just one-offs like during the international break. Koala J says, great show. Hellboy said, good show. Hey, man, I'm, I'm glad you lot enjoyed it, man. I'm glad you lot enjoyed it. Big up my guy, Sheik, says, follow on the kick two people. Hey, large up to everyone that has locked in. And this has been the Mandem United podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up for tuning in.